Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Uncertain times call for uncertain measures, and now more than ever, it's time to become prepared for the uncertainty that lies ahead. Hey, this is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots, and let me introduce you guys to Deluxe CCTV, Inc. They are the leading manufacturer and distributor of video and audio surveillance, hidden cameras, GPS trackers, anti-phone tapping devices, counter surveillance, and infidelity detection. Over the past 20 years, they've served over 500,000 customers worldwide. As the industry's trusted source in video surveillance, Deluxe CCTV Inc. offers the latest technology and security solutions such as video surveillance, custom hidden cameras, GPS trackers, bug detectors, and integrated surveillance systems. Also, they have a full line of survival gear. In addition, Deluxe CCTV Inc has the largest selection of covert surveillance equipment available in North America at the market's most competitive prices. Complementing their extensive line of high-quality products, Deluxe CCTV Inc. offers industry-leading warranties and exceptional customer service that continues to set them apart from other competitors. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, hit the link, and use promo code CSIPOD01 and get started today. And what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I have no fucking idea what everybody's laughing about, but I want, I, do I want to know? No. Okay, all right. No, we'll keep no, it no, 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 no. Man, okay, well, maybe we'll tell y'all all. Very on the, inappropriate. On the Patreon. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Rob, and you, sir, are? Arlo. You, sir, are? Ed. And you, sir, are? Andrew. Ship is oh. recovering from a possible... Well, he had a familial outbreak of the COVID kind. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got to get that fixed. So. I think it was a VD. Um, gentlemen, I, I absolutely love that song, and I hated that we anybody that did, anybody it. that didn't <laughs> like it uh, had to listen to a minute of it. And if anybody that did like it, I had to cut it off early. So it's oh, a great song. It's a great yeah. song. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, uh, but one of the best. I mean, I love Prince. I've always loved Prince. Yes. So Prince has never really been. Uh, I guess like coined as one of the great guitarists of of all time uh when he absolutely is and they they got him out on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh and they played he played with Tom Petty uh it was Prince Tom Petty I think John was John Mayer out there so George Harrison's yeah, son yeah. yeah so Prince goes out there and burns and burns the fucking place to the ground Dude, that was sexy how he played that fucking guitar how he fucking would go down and go up the fretboard Dude, and down. he just played, he, the, he played it like he was fucking it I he mean did. he did <laughs> if, if you 
if you could picture it, it probably would be about the same way. Lionel no, Johnson ain't got nothing on him. That guy is one of the greatest musicians of all time. Play and all instruments. Wrote he's got seven hundred over seven hundred songs in his catalog. He's a never master worked. of forty instruments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just and unbelievable. the funny thing is, when he changed his name, everybody gave him shit. But now, looking back, he was the first one that said, "You know what? These record companies are not going to dick me over. Yeah. You can have the Prince name. Yeah, I'll just go to something else. Yeah. yeah. And if you look, if you take a look too, um, at uh, his whole catalog is unreal, and it's just when he first came out as that squeaky voice kid on American Bandstand, it looked like everybody's like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" But uh, one of my favorite memes of all time is uh, it's the only dude that can wear. Uh, fucking eyeliner blouses and high heels and still fuck your girl when the night's oh, over. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so he's well, a ladies' you know, man. A lot of people talked about how this past Super Bowl with Dre and all them was the best halftime show. No. The best halftime show was Prince. Prince yeah. in yeah. Miami, they started playing Purple Rain and the rain's just pouring down on him. Yeah. He's just out there wet. They even advised, got struck by lightning. They even he's have, just wearing it out. They even advised him it may not be a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, eh. I'm Prince. It's the Super Bowl. I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Prince. You know how soft he talked. Yeah, and you know he was it smooth, will be us. They smooth. Man. We will be the blouses. Another one. Another one of the funny print stories was when uh, Michael Jackson wanted him. They wanted to. He wanted him to duet with him on Bad, and Prince was like, "Who's who's gonna be? Who's gonna look like they're the good guy and the bad guy in this video?" Michael Jackson was like, "Well, it's my song, so I'm I'm you know I'm bad." He's like, "No, I ain't interested." Because yeah. you ain't better than me. And <laughs> he right. just fucking didn't do it. And then him. they had a conversation. I think it was Chris Tucker was talking about it. And he said that uh, they there was somewhere it was him and Michael Jackson and Prince was there. And Prince spoke or whatever and walked on. And said so Michael Jackson just got this down look on his face. And he was like, Michael, he's like, he's like, what's the matter? And he goes, why is he always so mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> he just like tore up about it. So, but but say, you know, saying that. With that, that uh, with with that whole video, you can go watch it on YouTube where they do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame tribute to George Harrison. When Prince finishes playing that song, he takes his guitar, throws that motherfucker straight in the air, and walks off. Pimp walks off. Like either somebody catches it or he <laughs> yeah. hits the ground. He yeah. don't fucking care. He's done. Yeah. So. It, it was. It's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Absolutely, was. one of the biggest regrets of my life. I remember he came to Atlanta. And I mean, the tickets were like astronomical. Like I was like, man, right you died? yes, I, I was like, it. I was like, I just can't pay that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna try. I'll try to catch him the next time. And and he fucking died the next you week. What is funny is uh, I was still tore up about it. One thing that reminds me of my childhood is the Prince song "Pussy Control." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're ringing us right into this my episode, mom, Ed. My mom playing <laughs> that, that song just right. Didn't yeah, he did. Your mom? My mom playing that song in a Geo Metro going over the Lindale Railroad track. No, <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> yeah. I can put myself back there He's right like, now. Pussy Control. My, yes. my mom, yeah. My mom played the Pointer Sisters, and you got Prince. Oh, my mom had a tape called Booty Mix Three. Yes. It was from a guy she worked with. He was a, a, a <laughs> Arab fella, and he was a DJ. Oh, and he made her this booty mixtape. I'm talking about Dicky Ride was on there. Uh, they had all the classics on there. Oh yeah, two live gently crew. put the balls in yeah. your mouth and. <laughs> hum. And Ed was like, turn that fucking radio down before we pull up to let me out of the car. Jesus Christ. I was seven. I had a do-rag on in the backseat. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was lit. So busting that bubble, for those of you, oh my God. For those of you that have that not. That made me sweat. Yeah, me too. I was like, God dang it. Anyway. Uh, for those of you that have not watched Pitbull talk. Mr. Three Hundred Five, give his got it. Yeah, give his like how he came up, kind of that that whole speech. First, we worked in the hotels. Now we own the hotels. That whole yeah. thing about yeah. chasing the dream. I want your body. He collaborated with Zach Brown, and I did not know that. I didn't I, know that. I saw it. Pitbull did. Yes, and it's not a bad. Hmm. It's not a bad song. It's right after COVID. We all were coming out of COVID, and so I saw it for the first time. I'll. Look it up here later. His Austra- was his alias Australian Shepherd? No. <laughs> you know I like my chicken fried. Right here in the 305. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's but not they a song talk about, be. They talk about, <laughs> Pitbull does like a two-minute kind of interview hyping it up, and he talks about how him and Zach Brown, when they first met, they were like two kids meeting someone they never thought they would meet. And he, and he goes on about how music 
crosses boundaries yeah. Yeah. and brings people together and songs resonate with different people and uh basically coming out of the pandemic we're better than we were we're going to be stronger than we ever were as a country as a people we're going to come together we're going to do this and and i think the the cool thing about him is he has a niche his music is a niche yeah. music but he's done so well but he's very very smart. And it's yeah. kind of like you don't understand. A lot of people are like, Pitbull's smart. It's kind of like Prince. Nobody understood back in the day. Prince was fucking brilliant. He knew. A fucking genius. He yeah. was getting killed at the record label. He was getting robbed. And like y'all said, he was a you know masterful musician. Just no, I mean, some of these guys, we do, you just don't understand what different level they're on when it comes to musicians. And I, the other one, um, uh, Chris Cornell. Yeah. Chris Cornell, they Machine Gun Preacher was a movie that Gerard Butler played in. It's based on a true story. If you've never seen it, it's great. It really is a good movie. They let him watch the movie and said, "Will you write us a song for it?" And he's like, "Yeah." Sat down, watched the movie. Twenty minutes after he watched the movie, he wrote the song, and it is brilliant. It's just him and a guitar. Yeah, brilliant. One of my one of my favorite uh, Prince covers. Uh, Nothing compares to you. The Chris Cornell version. Yeah, man, it gives me cold yeah. chills. Tears he did it on. Oh yeah, he wrote that song, didn't he? Prince. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, Sinbad O'Connor. I mean, Sinead. <laughs> he did it on uh, hey, Stern. Crazy as well. Oh, wow. yeah, she she had one yeah. huge mistake she made, and she never recovered from that Saturday Night Live. No, she didn't. Oh. She didn't. When she when she pissed off the uh, Catholic Church. Well, when she pissed off. Phil Oh yeah, she went after. Her. She pissed <laughs> off. What he be Catholic? I don't, I don't <laughs> think he was. That's before we knew who the Catholics really were. Yeah, she pissed off Frank Sinatra, and yeah, you don't mess with old blue eyes. That guy uh, had some pull. Yeah, oh yeah. no doubt. Yeah, and, and hey, she, uh, what that bitch say? Yeah, <laughs> let me take care of that thing for you, Frankie. <laughs> old blue eyes. Once he once, once forget she about pissed it. him off, his her career was done. Yeah, done, done. But yeah, Prince, man, he was something else. Like he, uh, there's, there's so many great stories out there about him, about his quirkiness, and you know, of course, on the Dave Chappelle show, you watch yep. the shirts versus blouses, and Winter gets pancakes. <laughs> that shit was real, man. It was fucking for real. And there's it's a like ton the of stories like it's that. It's like the Rick James and his and his and the shoes on the couch. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. like, I don't know, I was on cocaine. I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. I never just do things, just do them. I got more sense than that. Yeah, I remember grinding my feet on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck, fuck your couch. Fuck He's like, your couch. He's like, Eddie was the blackest brother in Hollywood until Wesley Snipes came along. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is back by popular demand. It's been a long time since we've done this. And uh, we, you know, you got to forgive us. And we get busy. We get we get things going on. Um, but uh, it was brought to my attention. So, therefore, we shall venture on down south here we go yes <laughs> yes on today's what the florida florida man caught hiding heroin crack molly pills in his asshole oh yeah. The old keister uh, stash. The old prison wallet. Prison wallet. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was looking Flagler for. County, Florida. A Florida man Flagler. was arrested on debt. That's down there at... Uh, Near like St. Augustine. St. Augustine. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was reported finding... Uh, found him hiding drugs in various personal space uh, spaces. According to the Sheriff's Department... Yeah, Deputy pulled Derek McKay over for speeding on July the 11th. When he started talking to McKay, he noticed that he seemed nervous and he smoked a little bit of weed on him. Uh, McKay claimed that he didn't have anything illegal farted. on his person. <laughs> I tooted. But the deputy <laughs> investigated and found out he was telling a lie. Um, does it say the deputy's name? It does not. Does it say how they get to that point where he's like, well, look, I think you got drugs in here. I think they're in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> County search. After uh, after he was brought to the jail for driving on suspended license, McKay confessed to hiding narcotics up his ass. Then he proceeded to remove them. Oh, wow. God. And more. I was thinking, Olga, hey, who, who removed them? If, if you think that's he fu- did. If you think that's fucking bizarre, let's get at it. Uh, he had a dozen small baggies from his behind, including a small baggie of crack, eight small baggies of heroin, two small baggies of Molly, a small baggie of marijuana, 
12 Lortab pills and 12 Oxycontin pills. If this this motherfucker would have sneezed, he would have OD'd. I mean, my God. I I didn't know you could do that. The weed would hurt the worst. How big's that guy's asshole? He better not have any damn stems in it. Oof. This guy was... He's got a big asshole. I'm just going to answer your question. They're over there trying to figure out which one's going to hurt less. He's got a big asshole. Currently being held without bonds. Yeah, but... I'm serious about do the you, stems. Do you yeah, think I am too? Do you think the cops will will take that and sell it to people, knowing it's been up somebody's ass? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I would. How's that weed smell? This Ed? better not be skunk weed. <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> this is, Ed bought some one time. <laughs> I know where this came from. Y'all been to Rome? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this, this. This this does not smell like heroin. <laughs> this black tar substance does not smell like heroin. Well, well he dude. carried it in his house. Carried it in my ass too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but was that before the cokes got hotter? After? <laughs> <laughs> How do you get to the point See, to where I you're would, smuggling? And that's a lot of drugs. That's a lot of drugs, dude. I he didn't a, have a bag to put them in. <laughs> yeah, they were in his asshole. Every bag. <laughs> he couldn't cut the headliner behind the visor. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that's where you put stuff. I, I would just, be, I would be absolutely terrified that one of those bags would rip. Yeah, be like trying to get it up and there. Yeah. It'd be in your system. Yeah, that's you're it. dead. You're done. People, you're dead. You're done. And, and that's not a good all the time. From they basically LSD take those poor women like and yeah. shove it up their hoo ha. Yeah. yeah, that's oh. the prison wallet. Yeah, you gonna watch would, uh, Goodfellas? That would be a hard way to die too. Oh, you think? Get her to smuggle your quaaludes in. Would you shut up? <laughs> Janice Rossi's a whore. <laughs> Calm down, god dang it. The cops, they're looking. She's like, smuggle your own fucking bread in. She's like throwing this giant, like, fucking 14-foot loaf of, or inch loaf of bread at him. That's a great movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Goodfellas? Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, don't, I don't even remember that part. Yeah. It's when she oh, goes yeah. to visit him and she, she sees his mistress Janice, coming out. Janice Rossi's oh, yeah, name yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, register. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I remember. You bring your own shit in. And he was like, would you shut up? Yeah. They're looking. Calm down. God what? rest his soul, Ray Liotta. Yeah. I know, no man. Doubt. That sucks. I know. Fucking Polly Walnuts died. He damn sure did. Yeah. The one cool thing about him is he... He actually was in prison at one time. Yeah, he was a he was a he was, mobster. A, he was a mobster. And he he when the Sopranos started casting, he's like, I'll do anything to be to be in this show. I, I will I will do anything for a role in this show. But right. I what I will not do is is play a rat. And he's yeah. he's true to his craft. Yeah, you know? he's never played a rat. Never never did nope. it. So, but yeah, man, Paulie Wants was one of my favorite uh, guys on oh, on yeah. the Sopranos and Uncle Junior. Yeah, fucking no, nah, fuck Uncle Junior. I didn't like him. <laughs> I was an Uncle June fan. I liked Uncle if you June. Watched, uh, if you watched the damn Saints of Newark, Uncle June was a, he was a fucking shitbag. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, those are the greatest uh, actors where you can just literally hate them. It's like the lady in Justified when she yeah. played Ma, or not Ma, but Mags. She won an Emmy for that, but then she turns around and has a TV show. She's just the sweetest old lady. She's over there breaking her damn son's hand with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Speaking yeah. of TV shows, we talked about, y'all talked about the show that y'all are loving right now with uh, The Old Man. Man. It's great. The Terminal List. Isn't that right? Terminal yeah, List. That's it. Terminal List. It is fantastic. It's, He's called uh, a bunch of shit for that, too. And yeah, so is the drink. Well, the liberals. The liberals don't like it, but I don't care. I want to watch but it. But it's good. It's Pratt. And he also directed or. Directed he co-produced, co-produced okay. it, yeah, 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 and he plays a Navy SEAL. Yeah, oh wow, and it is so good. And I don't know if y'all know this or not, but he was a on prime. minor character in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, he killed yeah. Bin Laden. Yeah. Okay, I and didn't he's know done another thing that a lot of people don't know about Pratt is he does the Murph Challenge every year, mm. and he's he does dude. it. He does it with a lot of retired people. Yeah, and so you know, and even Latrell at his age now, which I'm talking like he's over the hill but i mean i can't i want to do it one time but you gotta it's one of them things you gotta set your mind to and get ready for you just can't walk in and do it but uh latrell does it every year yeah every year those guys that get out of the the teams and stuff they do it every year man it's 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 crazy i think latrell will do it until he physically cannot walk i believe that because yeah he's got some crazy he said they could do another story about when he got picked up by the village he said, I could do another probably two movies. Wow. They could do a movie about him getting picked up, and then they could do a movie with uh, the rescue unit. He said, it's it's crazy. So yeah. 
Man. Wow. Well, the terminal list. Make sure you watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'll check that out. It's really good. I've seen some uh, previews of it, and what I like seeing out of certain actors is when they use weapons that you know, kind of like John Wick, you know they know how to use them, whether yeah. those are blanks or not. When Chris Pratt gets out of a vehicle where he backs into the guy, sorry, man, I didn't yeah, see you there. Yeah. And then he like starts returning fire. He's taking cover correctly. He's holding the pistol correctly. He's, he's right. you know, all that stuff down to the minutia is he's correct. A, he's a he is a bad man in this. Yeah, I've got to see that in man. this TV show. Yeah, he, he is a bad man. What's it on? Prime. Okay. All right. All right. Good deal. We'll have to check it out. It is very. You'll you'll love it. The first one. The first episode is really good. Then the second episode kind of builds a little bit. Then it's boo. It's on. Yeah. Okay. It's on. How many episodes are there? It's on. Like Donkey Kong's what I heard. <laughs> Eight, I think. Are they okay. all available? All available. It's not oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's so all we can out. binge it. They're all. I know, out. That's why I'm yeah. dying about the old man right now. No, so I'm wait, trying to. I'm tonight still, and then next week's. It's yeah, like, no, I'm, they're all. I'm out. waiting until about three episodes so I can binge about three on them. Yeah. Um, again, you know these stories come up and you know I come across them and or you guys will mention them to me or whatever. And we went pretty hard in the paint on the Southern Baptist uh, pedophile ring and how those were, those people were being. Uh, I can't call them people. Those pieces of shit were being protected for all those years. <clears throat> and I came up across uh, across this story, which to me, um, it's it's not as it's not Well, it's it, not as surprising. It's not no. as surprising. But, but it's it's, it's still just it's still disturbing. disgusting. Yeah. Still disturbing. Um and we're gonna uh we're gonna take them we're gonna take them to the woodshed and we're gonna talk about the Boy Scouts of America. And we're uh, not talking about them dropping the boy out of Boy Scouts either. No. Yeah. Uh, they uh, have had a pedophile epidemic for what well, going back all the way from 1919 was the first recorded uh, um, incident. And they were only founded in 1910. If, keep that in mind. If you want to uh, try to wrap on. try to wrap your head around it, uh, there's a list of 350 predators that were identified over that that time span, and uh, it led to them filing bankruptcy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You ever been to a Boy Scout meeting? Yes. Yeah. No. My son was in it uh, for about three years. Mm. He enjoyed it, and uh, he had a cool scout leader that was a mechanic, and so they they did the little derby cars and stuff. They did a lot of cool things yeah. when he was a kid. Um, but and no, it, I, I, went I've to, seen I went those. to I went to one with a friend one time. I, I sadly I can't even remember who the friend was, but he was a Boy Scout. And he wanted me to go to see if I wanted to join. I just didn't like it. Yeah. it, and I didn't get any weird vibes. Sure. It wasn't yeah. nothing like, "Ooh, that, and, guy, you know, that 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 leader creeped me out." It wasn't nothing like that. I just I didn't, and, and I didn't the sad get it. thing, I didn't understand it. And the sad thing is, these people uh, they find their way into areas yeah. to be around children yes. where it's where you know yes. church, uh, you know, Boy Scouts, youth leaders. You got sports, uh, gymnastics, cheerleading, swimming. Swimming. I mean, yeah. it's it's rampant. But these these individuals find a way. <laughs> To plant themselves in an, in an area where they have access to lots of children, and and Hell. they and they have people's trust. Hell, look, football overnight. Penn State, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a whole other podcast we could do on Jerry Sandusky. I mean, well, and, and and Joe Paterno. I was in Cub Scouts for probably about a year, probably a little over a year. Yeah. We'd go. I think it was every Tuesday night up at the Armory, and. Um, they had the bar open while y'all were there. <laughs> Should have. That would have been cool. <laughs> they uh, drink this. I don't remember juice. it being anything. I, I never got a bad vibe or anything from it, but it just wasn't fun to me. Oh, you said um, the armory, not so, the not the American Legion. They're not. No, the but they're not going. There. They're not going after. I would think probably most of them are not going after kids. Uh, they're looking for those broken home kids. Yeah, that's, that's the ones. That's the ones yeah. that they're ter- they're targeting. I, so we did. You in know, every aspect the, of it. You know all the well, but Ed was broken and, home. I mean, his mom rode around with gangster rap loud you know, over the railroad tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> he, was a prime, he was a prime target. <laughs> he just, just didn't give it long enough to it just It didn't take. So you're saying <laughs> I should never let my son listen to NWA? <laughs> but I, oh, I got a good story about that. I remember that. them. Like you, you were a Cub Scout, then you're a, a what they called a Weeblo. And I remember Whoa. Their, yeah, See? they were like, what? W-E-E-B-L-O. You're making that up. No, it's a Weeblo. Legit. 
And so I remember them saying we that. Weeblow? Weeblo. Weeblo. Same thing. Well, it's I remember same. them saying there, you're like, well, you're a Weeblow now. I was like, no, motherfucker, we ain't no Weeblows. <laughs> I'm blowing nuts. I'm a Heeblow. I ain't no Weeblow. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it just, it was never really fun to me because all this shit that we were doing, I could do at home. My dad was already showing me, you know, shit and showing me, you know, how thing. to do things. A lot of these kids that join in some of the major cities, which there's a big troop right around the corner back here. And they have, uh, they go on. My nephew is part of this one. He's getting his Eagle scout here soon. Um, but they go on some big, huge trips and stuff. And so, you know, but yeah, it just didn't, my son just, it was one of the things he was like, eh, I could leave it or take it. But we did a lot of stuff. Like Ed, I mean, I I did a lot of stuff and still do a lot of stuff outdoors with my right. son. So, yeah. according to a group of lawyers with a class action lawsuit, the Boy Scouts of America they they had covered they've been covering up pedophilia of what we said since nineteen nineteen. Um, they have probably uncovered over eight hundred boys uh, that have been victimized and around uh, three hundred fifty predators in question, and those were scoutmasters and volunteers. Jesus. So those are yeah those are. Man, you just you just don't ever know with your kid. Like you, no, you think you think you can watch your kid twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. I had the most like close with my mom and dad. They knew where I was. I always knew yeah. what was going on. They were very protective over me. And shit happens, you yeah. know. Well, yeah. I had read where they were right when they started considering filing. They had nearly two thousand people that complained including one in every state. Every fucking state, man. Jesus Christ. And that's, and, and, that, and it, it just to say, but if, if one pedophile is accused. There's a good one. That number is what they estimated in just the continental U.S. We're talking about the predators? Yeah, perpetrators. Well, that's a number that uh, we're looking at 7,819 possible predators in the organization confirmed 350 confirmed complaints but they estimate since 1919 7819 perpetrators well oh if you God. were if you were a they're not touching just one kid one no, guy's not touching no, one kid no you don't kid. do that that's not something somebody does one time right. that's a sickness yeah yeah so if you were a pedophile and you wanted to get around kids be a scout leader yeah or I mean, be a I mean, youth you pastor that's yeah. another one yeah Youth yeah. pastors, yeah. 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 I mean, the they released 20,000 documents yeah. that they tried to conceal in 2012, which named more than 1,000 banned volunteers and showed that the scouts had identified and monitored known abusers without consistently reporting them to parents or authorities. It's the same thing we talked about with, yeah. the, with the Southern Baptist Church. There shouldn't be a statute of limitations. If you you stir it up and you bring light to it, you're going to lose donations. You're going to lose money. Um, That's the fucking grossest part of all of it, is these people that are in charge that knew this shit's going on, but they keep it all quiet because they don't want to lose donations. They don't want to lose money. They don't want to lose members. It's fucking gross the head of the boy scouts of america at the time when it broke said and i quote while we know nothing can undo the tragic abuse we believe that filing chapter 11 will provide equitable compensation end no, quote no you, how are you gonna there's so many kids what? you um, can't put a price tag no, on that piece no. of shit said yeah, that yeah 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 he didn't care he's just worried about the money uh the accused are not even known to police as the uh, Boy Scouts of America had kept a running log of uh, ineligible volunteers, um, potential predators among scout leaders. And then the files were ordered by Oregon Supreme Court uh, actually back in 2012. They said you can't look at the files and not come to the conclusion that this was a massive problem and it was hidden. According to uh, Tim uh, Kostnoff, he was an attorney on this case, uh, he added, the Boy Scouts of America's dirty little secret is not a dirty little secret anymore, and it is a huge problem. And of all places, Portland, Oregon was where the tipping point was. In 2010, it was a landmark case, and the jury held the organization liable. Can't wait to go there. For $18.5 million. But that, like you said, you can't put a price tag on ruining a kid's life. That's no, just can't. in Oregon, too. 
Uh, you go back. Jesus. the The foundation was uh, it, it was uh, founded in uh, 1910. Had over 1.26 million Cub Scouts and had 830,000 Boy Scouts and all around 960 adult volunteers as of all the way up until uh, 2016. Um, they they had been facing increasing legal uh, pressure uh, over the years, uh, and then again, like you had said, 2018. They pondered Chapter Eleven bankruptcy as a you know as a result to trying to cover some of these coming these these uh, pending lawsuits that were coming. The guy that broke it open, they refer to him. I'm sure his name's out there now, but they referred to him in the article that I saw as SD. He was 57. He said his abuse began sometime between 74 and 75 and continued until 80. It was uh, Matthew Stewart and his brother. They. Uh, he said they were actively groomed young boys under this guy's charge <clears throat> for sexual molestation. He would be given drugs and alcohol before and after the abuse, and different acts of sodomy would take place. He said Jesus. some people never wanted to come forward. Some people have buried this chapter of their life deep inside of them, uh, which I guarantee you they're haunted to their they get on their deathbed. Uh, some people don't want to relive, uh, relive the victimization. And they don't want to go up against Big Brother in a court of law like we did, and which I, I commend them for just fucking yeah. saying, you know, enough's enough. It's, a, it's the only way it stops is people to speak up. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there's inherent factors at play. Uh, it made the matters even worse. Uh, the ratio of abusers to victim is extraordinarily skewed. Each pedophile here has alleged, allegedly victimized more than just one child. Um, we know that a pedophile abuse... Uh, abuse victim it's not just one so each one of the 350 abusers have dozens of other victims that have not come forward and they started a non-profit a a couple of these attorneys did called um, abused in scouting and they got they received a damn email from Steve McGowan, the general counsel for the Boy Scouts, and this is this just sums it all up. Quote, if we determine that an incident you described involves a known perpetrator listed in our volunteer screening database, or BSD, or an identified individual not currently listed in the database, then we will send that information provided with information we have to law enforcement. Bullshit. You knew yeah. about it, and you didn't do anything. Yeah. And then he says, we demand proof of the contacts you've made. Show us. No. Demand? You in, you're, in no, you're not in a bargaining situation, no, sir. No, sir. That's not how this works. We'll come burn that fucking building down around you to get that goddamn list. Yeah. It's, yeah, man, that's just another thing, too. And you got Eisenberg also asserted himself in a speech in a national press club, uh, club that astonished uh, the first case of a uh, series of future lawsuits against the Boy Scouts of America. Uh, there are simply just too many victims, uh, most from Texas, were organized and based uh, to dismiss the epidemic as coincidence is total nonsense. Uh, he also added that only four of the 800 victims identified by the same abuser, everyone else identified another abuser. So out of the 800 people, only four kids said it was the same person, or four people said it was the same person. So 796 individual had different abusers. Um, the suit also identified Boy Scouts and the Penn Mountain Council as uh, accomplice parties and alleged that the Boy Scouts knew for decades that sexual predators of boys had infiltrated the Scouts. Um, they claimed to be scouring spreadsheets provided by the AIS lawyers and is reporting continuing to manually search paper records at a local level to see if they can identify more uh, information about alleged per- uh, perpetrators. Uh, and predators. Uh, meanwhile, the abuse, the abused await justice, and some have been suffering uh, for years, even decades. I mean, you got people ranging. 50, he was fifty-seven. You got the the age range. Uh, this this filing complaints is from fourteen to eighty-eight years old. Fourteen to eighty-eight years old. Fourteen to eighty-eight. I just, I mean, it's just uh, many many of the victims still can recall the smell of a man who crawled into their bags. Uh, uh, I mean, that's man. Could you imagine how, you, like, with music and with food and with with a smell? Well, well that's yeah. what I was about to say. Well, we well, all know that one girlfriend that had that one perfume, and after you <laughs> broke up with her, anytime you smelt it, you thought about her. But now, turn that around to a cologne, and anytime you smell God it, damn, you, dude, you had yeah. some yeah. bad shit going on. <sighs> 
Uh, perhaps the most troubling part of the case is at least half a dozen ex-scout leaders were already identified as predators, and uh, they let them continue until uh, uh, even after proceedings began, they still were allowed to be around these kids. Uh, they did not confirm or deny. Boy Scouts did not confirm or deny whether or not. Um, How would the parents letting their kids? Antosh was these... still an active scout in his organization. Like the Catholic Church, they didn't know. It. You yeah. think somebody in that situation is has the best interest? Because one of the mottos is we're making good citizens with great moral, yeah. uh, what turpitude? I guess yeah, is the yeah. best way to put it. Turpitude, moral turpitude. Yep. Other organization, uh, what the other organization claims, however, is the list that used a strategic tool to keep sex abusers out of the scouts, and it never purposefully uh, withheld the information from the police. Oh, that's a hell of an idea. Of course, uh, it seemingly never made an active effort to provide them with any of the names until legal persuasion. That just lets you know how shitty of an organization yeah. it is. Uh, looking at the hidden uh, perpetrators were uncovered, it sends chills down your spine, and it remains an open question of how dangerous scouting is today. Um, I'd say it, it it's about as damn dangerous as being a Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Or a Southern Baptist. What if you were a Catholic Boy Scout? You're doubly You're scared. fucked. Oh, you're yeah. yeah. One of the victims claimed that a scoutmaster who was a licensed doctor told his troops to always sleep naked. Then he would climb into their tents and fondle them while they were asleep. The same doctor uh, lost his license to practice medicine decades later uh, for a similar behavior. Another victim said the former mayor of his small town fondled him between the ages of seven till he was 18 years old. Michael Robinson, another victim, waited he for was the 18 getting yeah. molested. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're you're mentally fucked up. Yeah, I mean, think about how psychologically yeah. fucked up you're. You psychologically fucked up. If somebody molested you from the age of seven yeah. to eighteen years old, they have it's a, a pull split on personality. Yeah. basically, yeah. you go into a situation where you're just surviving. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Michael Robinson, another just victim, get it over with. Uh, yeah. Waited four decades to speak publicly about his own personal experience of abuse to the Boy Scouts of America. He explained that he didn't understand what uh, the adults were doing to him was wrong and that the abuser was so abuse was so common that it just seemed normal. He saw boys being orally molested by scoutmasters. Um, after a chatter with some of his peers, they all felt like it was just normal for the Boy Scouts. These are just kids. These are little My kids. God. It's kind of embarrassing now. You hide it. You don't want to talk about it, but it needs to be talked about. The public needs to know about it. Um, and the Boy Scouts of America response is totally uh, unacceptable how they've treated this. And I hope to God they're still not doing this to kids. Well, guess what? It's fucking still happening. Oh, yeah. So at the age of seven, I guess you're, you're, you're just willing to, to accept the fact that this is just the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, or you well, go, at seven, you don't know anything else. Well, That's what I'm saying. And you, and you go into that whole mindset, too, of you – you're in survival mode for yourself, yeah. but you're also protecting the people that you love. Yeah, because you, know? you feel like you've done something. You've done else. something terrible. Like you feel yeah. like you you're just a fucking pariah. Uh, you know, and and it's it's such a huge embarrassment. Yeah, that you don't want to you don't want to talk about it. Um, Eisenberg explained that these scoutmasters live and operate all over the United States. They would work wide variety of industries during normal work hours and appear like regular folk to everyone, but the children, they, except for the children that they had abused. They're all over the country. And as it stands, Eisenberg urges Congress as well as local prosecutors to join the fight for justice. Uh, when Kosnoff asked whether any of the identified abusers were still working with the organiza organization with the scouts, he said, we asked BSA to help us identify these perpetrators. We've hit a stone wall with the Boy Scouts. So they're not trying to help. They're not trying to help. Wow. And that's the whole abuse in scouting was made because now it's a nonprofit. So now they, you can have, you can come forward and anonymity is on your side. Yeah, so. just like the Catholic Church, where they started that, uh, that, that hoppus opus, whatever it was, oh, organization, yeah. where they raised money. To fund legal fees, or oh, yeah. house, or feed oh, yeah. Well, yeah, these they, these predators, these, and they moved them, and they moved them around. Yeah, oh yeah, that yeah. piece of shit that brought that uh, that pedophile in the same fucking house with his daughter. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Him. yeah. Um, the only thing I'm, I'll just, I want to say this, and this is like, to me, this is this is really important. 
if you got a kid that's at an age where they have a cell phone, it is never, and I'll, and I'll say this, and, and y'all may think different of it when I say it, it is never okay for a school teacher, a coach, a youth pastor, somebody that is not your immediate mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, to have your child's phone number. That's right. Never. It is never okay. Never. Probably not a good idea. Because what that, and I'll tell you the, um, the situation that, that when Tyler was in school, that the way the teacher would get the girl's phone numbers is he would take a picture with him. He'd say, let me take a selfie with you. And then he'd say, what's your phone number? I'll send it to you. And that's how he got their phone number. I mean, oh, I mean wow. that seems so innocent and inconspicuous. Like nobody's going to think right. that this guy's just, of course, you know, that's what a predator would But that's do. what they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that now, was a school teacher and, and a coach. And now that we saw that when we were that age, but now you're seeing these young female teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no difference. I mean, it's, I mean, we all make jokes and be like, God damn, why wasn't I in school when she was a teacher? I mean, it's still, Same it still shit. fucks your whole, yeah. it fucks your There's whole still perception. a predator. That yeah. woman is still yes. a predator. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What about Absolutely. that lady down in uh, middle Georgia? She exposed herself. To those, it's going on TikTok. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And she tried to justify it. She, re- she got on live, did a live, and tried to justify it by saying that they were drinking and doing drugs when she got there and that they had seen more boobies before she exposed herself. It doesn't matter. She filmed herself doing a TikTok showing her tits to underage boys. And I mean she like 8 to pool. 12 underage. Yeah, yeah. You're kidding. She wow. went to jail. TikTok banned her account too. I think. I think it's still. Good. She put it there today. But she deserves to go to jail. Yeah. I hell mean, that's yeah. the same thing. Was she I mean, quite trashy. Yes. I bet. Yeah. No? She was. No. She is when she talks. Yeah. When she opens yeah. her mouth, you're like Jesus. But she was. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, people just. <laughs> I just curious. Yeah. The, I mean, the serious real part. The real part of what I said was. You got to be diligent in what your kids are doing. You got to know who your kids are around. And I'm going to tell you, you cannot watch them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It takes a a matter of fucking three minutes to change their life forever. So you or get, somebody having their phone number that you don't know that yeah, has their phone number, yeah, like you were talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then they're laying in bed at night under the covers, texting and, and doing shit, and you yeah. don't know. You want to see my dude? Yeah. You ever seen a grown man naked to me? No. I mean, <laughs> the thing, but you've got to, you are not their friend. No. You are their parent. That's right. Take their fucking device and look and see what they've been doing. That's right. You know, my daughter has a phone and she had a code on it. And I said, no, nah, buddy. You, she's, she's nine, you know, I'm like, no, you, you can't have a code on your phone. Sorry. You know, and I'm going to look through it every single time. Anytime I feel like looking through it, you know, that's right. You know, but you got to have that open dialogue. You got to explain to your kids, you know, if you got to tell them, Hey, it's okay. If anything's ever weird, you know, or something's happened, come tell me. It's okay. You're never in trouble. Never in trouble. Now, I'm going to kill a motherfucker after you tell me, but you're fine. You're going to be good. Daddy's going to prison, but you'll be okay. You you can just keep making me birthday cards with construction paper and mail them. I'll stick them all over my jail cell, but somebody's going to fucking die. And that's that's something that's on my mind every fucking day until we get to September. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, It's... it's a constant thing. He's not even here yet. And yeah. I'm thinking about ways yeah. to protect him. And my daughters, right. like my, my, I got three daughters, you know, two stepdaughters and my, and my kids are beautiful. Like they are gorgeous. And it's, I mean, it's terrifying. Don't, man. don't, don't get me on your ass. You're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so right. I will yeah. fucking, you know, I'll come get you. So, yeah. and I think the, the whole text message thing now, you're seeing things out there where there shouldn't be a text message group because sporting sporting coaches, high school coaches, whatever, you can make a, a Google Classroom. Yes. You can do – There's a way to do it correctly. Right. You can do – Where it like can be monitored. Foot, football, it's yep. Huddle is the Huddle app. You yeah. can watch film on your phone or any device. You have group messages that can be sent out, all that stuff. And so there's apps out there to basically protect the teachers or coaches from allegations – but also, it makes as a parent, I'm okay with my son yeah. having a huddle account or yes. having a Google Classroom yeah. that says so and so high school football or volleyball or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I beg you, people. I beg you. I beg you. Have that conversation with your kids. Let them know, you yeah. know, that it's okay. 
that they can always come and talk to you about anything that happens. So have that conversation because if you are one of these parents that's embarrassed and you don't want your name on fucking Facebook in the whatever trashy news thing that they have on there, which I refuse to ever say it on this podcast, um, you're just as fucking guilty as the person molesting them. Yeah. If you want, if you don't have a backbone and stand up for your That's kid, right. That's right. and you get embarrassed and don't want to talk about That's it, right. no fuck no, expose that person. Yeah. You're enabling you don't, it because if you don't, then you may have to bury that child. Yeah. Exactly, or you're, you're yeah. at least an enabler. Yeah, well, and, and well here, and you're allowing it to be another sure. child as well. Well, well yeah. that's what I was going to say. Uh, in our in that situation that we 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 were in. This guy had already resigned from his position, and he had a teaching job in North Carolina. He was gone. It was hot in the kitchen, son. It was time to go. Yeah. They already knew what was going on, you know? And uh, luckily, he's in fucking jail right now. Good. And he'll be there for 15 years, 75 years probation. That's prison. Sweet. Prison. Good. We ain't Good. talking about, like, you know, it's fucking prison. It ain't That's jail. What, we ain't talking about practice. Good. I, yeah, Enjoy it. Enjoy it. We ain't talking about practice. We ain't talking about practice. We talking about prison. But uh, I hope. And if you think those are the same. No. I hope people are showing him their dick and he's yep. uncomfortable about yep. it. Oh, yep. if he gets out <laughs> if he gets yeah. out around the jail cell that he's in there for, for that. Oh yeah. They'll But well the thing is they'll destroy him. They're a majority in jail now. They're well, they're the not a minority thing, anymore. It's oh, wow. still yeah. kind of prevalent that unwritten code about that because any of like true crime fans, all these fucking women that are in love with Ted Bundy, he was a piece of God. shit. Sorry, ladies. He molested uh, a his youngest girl. He killed 12. was a twelve year old. And, and that's he molested the thing. He her. never. And that's when Bundy didn't want to talk about that. Never. Nope. He all talk of those serial killers. Really? Ramirez. Ramirez killed a nine year old and will deny it till no this shit. day yeah. because they're yeah. in general pop. Yeah, they'll get fucking slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. Ramirez. He was. He would kidnap kids out of their bedrooms, kidnap them, take them off, and rape them. But he would. He wouldn't kill them, which was odd. He was. I mean. Those yeah. fucking guys are odd, anyways. That dude, yeah. that dude really did have the devil in him. I think he did too. Oh man, he was yeah, he was yeah. an evil son of a bitch. He was very evil, extremely they, they evil. All are, so. But you know, not to we're not trying to give. You know, again, we try to we we silly and we like to have fun and cut up and shit like that. But these this stuff has to be talked about. It cannot be swept under a rug. And no. and anytime we get any information on Glenn Maxwell and that list and anything like that, we we're not going to let the shit die, man. We are going to talk about it. We're going to bring it yeah. up. There's a new organization. I don't know if anybody's seen it. There was a photo leaked of Mel Gibson in a helicopter. And he's got our rescue. Look that up. Our O U R rescue. They go in and kind of like Pegasus Ops across oh, really? the cities, and they oh, really? they find well, good these for him, dude. And they oh, wow. they think that that he's released nothing. He's still very private. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not released anything. And the caption of the picture was, uh, "Can't wait to show you what great things that we awesome. and Mel Gibson are doing." That's awesome. Like that, they were in the. And what news, was that again? Our rescue. O U R rescue. Uh, they were in the news recently. They had just come back. They had saved a thousand kids. Unbelievable, a thousand dude. kids. Unbelievable. Wow. And you never hear about nothing. That. You don't hear yeah, nothing. Yeah, you heard shit about that. that. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll Hell always yeah. bring it up when yeah. we when y'all hear stories or y'all got something to bring it up. Yeah. We'll fucking talk about it. I know. Um, we all thought Mel was crazy. I never know. Fucking Mel wasn't crazy. He was tired of the fucking crazy Hollywood. Yeah. And they blackballed his ass. They did because he kind of like he Uncle spoke Eddie. out yeah. about some shit. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like Uncle Eddie. Yep. Yep. That's why Eddie moved to Canada. You got, uh, and you, well, you talk about uh, Ryan Reynolds and his wife, Blake Lively. They're huge, yeah, they huge are. advocates against uh, sex trafficking and, and child pornography. And so is uh, Ashton Kutcher is as well. So yeah. they, well, he was molested. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Kutcher either. was. I didn't know that. But I'm not saying it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, if you're by his wife. Well, here, well, if you're young in Hollywood, chances are. You're talking about Demi Moore? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a video of her fucking sticking her tongue down a 14 year old kid's throat. I've seen that. And she's just as gross as a fucking I mean, Rest of yeah. them, buddy. Christy Teigen may be the worst. She, yeah, she's uh, still hot. She's, she's insufferable anyway. Yeah, man. Then those tweets that she put out about little little kids' bellies and insane, dude. Yeah. And you're like, I can't. And guess what? And everybody just acting like that didn't happen. You, you think you can delete it? Oh no, she's on commercials and she's you, on TV you shows. You think you can Hell delete yeah. it and it'll go away? Wrong. Because somebody will fucking pick it. Went they'll, they'll dig it up. It wasn't that long. That long. She yeah. was chumming it up with uh with dickhead on Family Feud. Well, she had a, you know, she had one of her kids died. Well, she had a miscarriage. Oh, yeah. Miscarriage, yeah. Oh yeah. And they, they that strange ass photo shoot. 
Yeah, fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah. They it's crucified her on t- on Twitter yeah. when she get, took the Twitter to uh, about the miscarriage. They crucified yeah, her yeah, about yeah, yeah. all. Those I think she cl- nasty- she closed her Twitter account down after that. Oh, so, good. what is done in the dark will get brought to the light, and it may take time. But uh, any chance we get, we're we're gonna fucking uh, shine a big bright light on it. Yeah. So, gentlemen. It's good to see you. Thank you, buddy. COVID's kicked back up, so y'all fucking stay safe, stay healthy. It's a fucking, it's just running rampant again, so. Keep your head on a swivel. Um, horse medicine, ivermectin, for anybody that wants to try it and not die. Um, You're still running long distances? I am. I'm fast as fuck. That thing's still dragging the ground? <laughs> I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> yeah, every third step. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, y'all take care, man. We are not advocating that. And we are. <laughs> yeah. Don't do what I say. Don't do what I do. We just telling you what we works for him. Telling you what worked for me. So, but uh, but yeah, man, y'all, I appreciate y'all getting in here and doing this one. I know it wasn't uh, it ain't a lot hearted you know topic, but but we got to talk about it so because nobody else will. We did. All right, yeah. gentlemen, Later. have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Later. Thank you, buddy. I do it every time. Yeah. Where is the where is the mother licking button? This is this is the part we should edit it out. But we didn't, so here you go.